0: here we go. Welcome to Scalable and Sellable, where we find out what great entrepreneurs have done to scale their businesses to millions. Stay right here for the next few minutes to leverage validated methodologies for growth and create a way more scalable and a more sellable business for yourself. Let's get started. Um, would you mind telling our
1: audience our, our audience, a little bit more about you and, and who you are and your business? Sure. So as just you knows i Steve Tart. So I work in the engineering field, but I work across the board A more of a breadth to be able to scale. So I started out with a civil engineering firm, but now I currently own a civil engineering firm. I have a data collection firm. I bought a structural forensics firm in Atlanta back last year. I bought a um, pavement management engineering firm back in 2017. So we basically wow. did it Eight people to 130 people in about four and a half years, and we're continuing. have wow. deals in the works now to add another 12 million in revenue
0: in 23. So,
1: Ooh, from eight people
0: to 130 people in four and a half years. Yes, over over at least last update on the website, almost 13,000 projects completed. That is but, correct. That is incredible. Yeah, over time. Well, we're excited to have you here and get a chance to, to pick your brain. That yeah, growth,
1: eight,
0: eight people to 130 people in four and a half years, what do you attribute your growth to? So it's, it's,
1: it's two things. We have, uh, I would say it's about 50% organic, so hiring people, that kind of thing. But the real accelerator was the mergers and acquisitions. So go out and buy in similar companies or companies that are indirectly related to what I was originally doing. And it's, it's been great. Yeah,
0: that's, that's been a, a topic lately in our in our CEO peer groups about growth through acquisition. Um, I'm sure yeah. you have learned a lot of, on that path. Um, yeah. Based off, off the past experiences and the hindsight that you have now, if, if you were coming into a brand new, totally different business, what would be yes. some of the first things that you think you'd look into to start growing that business?
1: Yeah, I think one of the main things would be is what's the culture for the business, right? For the industry and the culture of that company. The other thing is if I'm going to acquire something from someone, that means somebody's leaving probably. It's, it, right now in the industry, it's, it's rare where the owner stays more than a Couple of years transition period, so you're really looking for that second level of leadership. Does it exist? And if not, then who do I find out in the marketplace that's going to help lift that brand and, or grow that sector of the business that we're mm. going to get involved in? Wow. So it's really, it's, it's people are very important.
0: Yeah. Wow, man, that's that's a takeaway and a half right there. Um, what do you feel most small business owners do wrong?
1: I think most business owners, they kind of we kind of when I started, we fly by the seat of our pants. And I think a little bit of it is as an entrepreneur, you're like, hey, I know, I know, we're will figure it out. And the truth is sometimes you don't know sometimes you don't figure it out. And you know, you run a business a few years and suddenly you're out. One of the key one of probably the best things I did in 2018 is we adopted a operating model called traction. And it's a book by yep. Gino Wickman. I'm sure yep. it, you know it's popular. And it and it made a difference for us. And then we did other things like we used predictive index around our human resources. We brought in a company called UKG, dealt with those things. So we've done things as we've grown to really help make good systems that take care of our people. Because I'll tell you, one of the things that got pretty crazy is that through all this growth, our onboarding was terrible. And it got to a point where you know some of the new folks after a month or so are like, uh, did I make the right decision? So that was that's another key thing besides the business model. is you've got to onboard people and make sure they feel onboarded in a great way, because they need to feel good from the very beginning. And then you need to keep track of them and keep working with them and keep mm-hmm. building their career path, right? I mean, money is money, and people are working for a paycheck to take care of the rest of their life. But they want to feel needed. They want to feel fulfilled. They want to feel like they're on a purpose and a mission. You yeah. got to create that in whatever business you're running for your employees and those are your colleagues and your teammates to really help row that boat in the same direction.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, man, for sure. Um, you mentioned Traction by Gina Wickman. Gina Wickman was a big influence. Are there yeah, any other books that have been really influential in your growth?
1: Well, I think Good to Great has been, has been a good book. Um, so, you I've read a number of different business books. But really, I think what I liked about the Gina Wickman book was it was classic of, I'm not going to teach anything new. I'm just going to organize it. And if you do 80% of what this book says in an organized manner, you will, you'll drastically change your companies. And that's what we yeah. did. Wow. And so as, I do, so as I do acquisitions, that's one of the first things we did is we put them on our accounting platform and we, and we, and we start traction mm-hmm. inside there. So Locking yes. and tackling, huh? Yeah, that's exactly right. Wow. And, we, and we get to do more, as we get to do more to to make it more systemized, that it makes it more scalable.
0: Okay. Yeah. Got
1: it. it so it, I thought, so you know, I've got thirteen companies, and I've got one COO that oh. oversees from kind of a holding company perspective. Now I have operators of each business unit, but I but I don't have to have a COO for each one. Because we have systems in place that help scale, so he mm-hmm. can watch over more. And the whole idea is to keep that corporate overhead down, right? Yeah. When I when I add a brand, and all of a sudden they're like, well, "What's this overhead cost?" Or what's Why are you Why are you charging us that? My goal is to keep that as low as possible across as many companies as possible, so everybody right. benefits.
0: Yeah. Uh, wow. That's a man. It's a it's a machine. Um. If you could go back in time to when you first started out, back to the eight people part and and say one thing to
1: a few years younger you, what would you say? Be open to mentors. Be open to ideas. Be open to the ideas from your employees. Mm. There is, I think as an entrepreneur, we kind of like, we have to do it. We're the bull charging you know, we've got the, we've come up with the idea, which is all, that's all true, but there, everyone around you can help accentuate that or give it a spin or a twist or a polish that makes it even better. And so right. I would say that for sure, getting a mentor, being part of like a C, you know, like a CEO group, those kind of things are invaluable. And my, hey. my, monthly CEO, my monthly CEO meeting is my favorite time of the month. I enjoy that immensely, and I look forward to it every time we get together.
0: Yeah, I, I am the same on that one.
1: Um, what questions should I be asking you that I haven't? I don't know. So maybe my, maybe one other piece of business advice, and I'm I'm not the originator of this, but I am now an evangelist of it, is fail fast, right? So you take take my situation where I've got a number of firms. Well, I'm not king Midas, so not everything's always gonna be successful, right? So you really want to dig in, if you acquire a business or you start a business, you want to dig in and figure out, is it gonna be successful or is, it, or is it not? And it's okay to fail because you learn so much more from failure than you do from school or a book or whatever. When you're in the, you're in the trenches in the battle and you learn things that you shouldn't do or a business fails, Likelihood of you doing that twice is pretty slim. So that makes your next opportunity even better set up to be successful. But don't mm-hmm. be afraid to fail. Fail fast so you can move on to what's going to be successful.
0: Right. What's, what do I learn from this? What am I going to do better next time? How, did, how can we improve because of this? How, how did this, how, how was this happening for us in some way? Now, that no, the crappy part is over. Um, any, That's right. Parting words of advice for other business owners who are looking to grow.
1: Yeah, I would say that you want to get people smarter than you. And that can be tough for an entrepreneur to think about. That. Oh, I've got people smarter than me. No, I'm the smartest guy in the room. No, you want people smarter than you so it can grow at scale. If, you, if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're doing yourself a disservice. And you're doing those that are a part of your team, part of your scale, a disservice also. Mm.